Welcome to the Hillbilly and the Hipster. I'm Chad McCool, and join with me, as always, my brother from another mother, Mr. Andy Crow. Andy, what up? It's Thanksgiving week, brother. Happy, happy early Thanksgiving. So I will say, we had a few of these episodes about a, a year ago, so uh, welcome to Two Fat Men <laughs> Talking About Food. <laughs> We're going to warm that food up over the dumpster fire, folks. That's right. It's a classy Thanksgiving here. Uh, just call us records. <laughs> Trash pandas. Trash pandas all day long. Sandy, what's how's your week been? Uh, it's been a long week, but right now it's good because as of uh, the recording this, we're recording November 17th, which for those keeping track, two days before my birthday, um, one day before Dr. Wife's birthday. Um, I am on vacation. Amen. I left work. I left work at noon today, and I don't go back to work until November twenty seventh. Uh, it's beautiful. If my caseload does not catch on fire, that'd be great. Uh, but I'll worry about that when I get back. I would have been on vacation now, but I've actually had a change of plan, so I won't be on vacation till Wednesday, the day before Thanksgiving. That's not bad. Just a couple days. Andy, I got a question. uh, What's that? I said, we don't take many vacations, uh, but the ones we take, I get real excited for. Yeah, I don't. I I mean, I've I've taken a few and a lot of times they're just basically like going to visit family. Like I, I have this really incredible sense of peace when I go down to see my family in East Texas, cause you know, they're in the woods, you do whatever the heck you want. You can shoot guns, a lot of fire. Um, but I've learned, I've learned through my, through all the years of ministry, but particularly in this season that about every six weeks to two months, I got to get away. And that getaway could be just like two days, like a Friday night, Saturday, you know, just go somewhere where I'm not in my own area. And I can shut my phone off and nobody's looking for me. And like, I just need sort of that decompression time, which I won't be able to do if I'm home, if that makes any sense. Yeah, no, I, uh, so we got, we're, we're pretty blessed. Um, you know, we moved four hours down South into Kentucky. Um, but that's still close enough that, you know, if my alma mater is up in Terre Haute playing, uh, we'll take a weekend and go up there. Um, or, you know, just do a day trip here or there if we need to. Um, but, yeah, trips, uh, like, if we go places, it's usually to to Dr. Wife's sisters or something like that. So to be so, actually to go somewhere is, is real nice, Clark. So what you're telling me is uh, your family's vacation plans generally revolve around the UNI schedule? It, it, yeah. We'll take a... We'll take a day trip up to or a weekend trip up to Terre Haute for football or basketball, like we did a couple about a month or two ago. Um, here in a couple, I don't know, a month or two, they'll be in Murray playing basketball. So we'll take a day trip and go down to Murray and watch the basketball, which is weird because I went to both Murray State and the University of Northern Iowa. So I'm going to walk in with you and I t-shirt and a murray hat and look real confused <laughs> i don't know what to root for <laughs> i want the team that has the most points to win i'm neutral 
<laughs> you, you walk in, just walk in with some. Do you own any ISU gear? Indiana State gear? Yeah. Uh, so my boss used to make us wear ISU gear on the games that he sponsored. Um, and he would always try to sponsor the UNI game. Um, oh, just to spite you? Just to spite me. Um, he threatened to write me up. And I, I mean, I never got wrote up, but I never wore it. Um, but I also am big. And so it's really hard to find clothes, university apparel that fits me. Um, so all of my ISU hoodies that were given to me from work went to Dr. Wife. Ah. So speaking of apparel, before we go on, it's uh, we're, we're going full blast into the Christmas season. And so I think if you want to buy somebody a special gift, even for yourself, you can get some fine blacksmith merchandise. And what? Blacksmith apparel! And I'm really yes. pushing hard for vehicle knives. I want a category of vehicle knives. Get yourself a vehicle knife for Christmas from Saint Gagano Armory. Uh, you're gonna you're gonna get us both in trouble with the vehicle knives. Why they're they're legal down where you are? Vehicle knives should be legal everywhere. I just feel like we're gonna get in trouble. Not by like with Keith. Oh, Keith's down for vehicle knives. Eventually, he's just gonna be like, shut up with the vehicle knives. And we're going to be like, no, we want he'll be on the hipster custom vehicle knives. But wait, you're not putting one in your vehicle. We've already we've already talked about this. Well, if I had one, I'd put it in there. I'll send you one. Oh, I'm, it'll go in my vehicle. <laughs> you got to conceal it under the seat. I'm, I can't say that I'll get in trouble. Never mind. Moving on. <laughs> Moving right. on. So, Andy, why don't you tell us about the fine merchandise and apparel at St. Gagano Armory? So this is going to be a little different than usual because uh, I, for I forgot to get the uh, the copy for the commercial. I've got but, it if you need it, but go off the top of your head. Let's roll. But, but since it's a special episode, you're going to get what you get, right? Welcome to the dumpster fire, my friends. You get what Saint you get Gagano and you don't Armory. throw fit. St. Gagato Armory, that's what's up. If you are looking for blacksmith merchandise, check them out. They've got their, their shop. It is St. Gagano Armory.etsy.com, right? That is correct, sir. St. Gagano.etsy.com. Check it out. No, no, St. Gagano Armory.etsy.com. St. Gagano Armory.etsy.com. I always forget the one word. Key smack him upside the head next week when he comes back yes. from vacation. He doesn't he doesn't need to be helped he'll probably just do it uh, but no they uh they make they make all the stuff it's all handmade hand forged um beautiful pieces beautiful pieces not only do they look great they're very functional um i believe i was talking to him yesterday or the day before he's talking about putting some letter openers out things like that oh that'd be so, cool because i've been fixing to get the bookmarks i want some yeah. bookmarks and i want to give some bookmarks to folks so letter openers would be sweet so yeah, he's he's constantly coming up with some new stuff, uh, but check him out. You can check him out on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Um, but he's he's putting the work in, man. He's he's working on a, an order that he's got right now. Um, I've seen some pictures of the design. It's it's pretty sweet. So um, we we trust him. We use him. Uh, we we have his stuff in our house. We have his stuff in our offices. I used um, his highly, bottle opener this morning. Used the bottle opener this morning. Um, we actually uh, have a giveaway going on uh, through the end of next week. 
Um, if you will send if, us, if we if we're consistent in putting up episodes, Black Friday, Black Friday is when it, when when we're gonna choose a winner. Uh, send us your holiday, your Thanksgiving traditions. Um, use the hashtag dumpster fire and you too can get some fine blacksmith apparel or merchandise sent to you along with a uh, Hilba and the Hipster t-shirt. That's right. So you can check them out. Again, it's saintgaganoarmory.etsy.com. Uh, you could uh, connect with them on Twitter or X at St. Galgano. They are on the Instagram at St. underscore Galgano underscore Armory. And again, like Andy said, you use hashtag dumpster fire. Reach out with us at Hill Hipster Pod. That's the same handle on both X and Twitter. I mean, no, <laughs> that's redundancy. X and Instagram. Or you can email us, hillhipsterpod at gmail.com. Tell us your your favorite holiday uh, tradition, and you can win some, some fine blacksmith merchandise and some hillbilly and hipster apparel. Absolutely. Andy, what country do you live in? Do you want the answer I gave you while driving home, or do you want... No, I want an honest answer, not, oh, not the answer you gave me in pre-show prep, unless that's your honest answer. What country do you live in? Well, sometimes that is my honest answer. Um, well, they tell me, growing up, that I am living in the United States of America, sir. In the words of the immortal James Brown in Rocky Four, living in America? <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. So, yeah, I would say yeah, I would say the United States of America is where I live, big guy. So this isn't what we're going to talk about, but something bugs me. I, I saw oh, something. Lord. <laughs> Here we go. You know what grinds my gears? I, I am. I am Clint Eastwood and Grant Torino right now stepping out of my porch. Get off my lawn. No, like, seriously, I, I saw something. Um, I can't remember what what show it was they were talking about it and then i i saw a a melange of these tiktok videos and i'm just gonna say tiktok needs to be banned in this country i know we may have different opinions on that but tiktok needs to be banned um but you have people who are applauding the letter that osama bin laden wrote to america saying why he attacks americans and now you have words and the one woman which I'm not surprised. She says she now feels, after reading that letter, she now feels the same way she did when she deconstructed Christianity. And so, and it's not, I think you you could look, and I'm, I'm, this is my opinion, and from my observation, folks I've known who have deconstructed also end up going way left politically and hating America, right? You can love every other country in the world except your own. Um. Like we're 22 years after 9-11 and are like, are these folks going to start wearing Bin Laden t-shirts the way they wear Che Guevara t-shirts? So you're going to have queers for Palestine wearing a a half Bin Laden, half Che Guevara t-shirt, knowing that both those individuals would cut their heads off with a sword. Like what has happened to this country that we're now like applauding Osama Bin Laden? Well, um, you see, every generation wants their kids to have it better than they had it, right? For the most part, you got some pretty bad parents out there. But I would think for the most part, 
every generation wants their kids to be better, right? Sure. And I believe it is my generation's parents who really messed it up. Um, I love my mother. Don't hear what I'm not saying. But somewhere we stopped being parents and we started being friends. Friends. And so there was no discipline. You got everything you wanted and you became the center of the universe. And so now you have my generation as adults raising kids. And because we never had to work for anything as kids, we just had it handed to us. Um, we think that everything should be that way. So we celebrate and you have people out here that are pro communism and socialism because they don't know exactly what it means. They just think everything is free and equal. Um, but do you know what the, did you know the F in communism stands for food? Is there an F in communism? Wait, I'm confused. <laughs> yeah, but there's, there's no food in communism. Either. Well, I'm so, old enough to remember the pictures of what it was looked like and what we were told, like Soviet era, like Russia was like, uh, you're waiting. And I, I knew some folks who went to uh, Cuba who were of Cuban descent and got to go to Cuba while the Castro brothers were still in charge. And, you know, they waited in line for everything. And now I, I really feel like we've accepted this when you go anywhere, when you go to the grocery store or whatever, it's like, if you don't want to do the job of the checkout person and, and check yourself out, and if you got a cart full of groceries, who the heck wants to do that? Because there's not enough room. And where I live, because I don't live in America, they charge you 10 cents a bag. So trying to bag your groceries in your own bags, and then you take them off that thing and it yells at you, it, it's chaos. So you find the one checkout line where there's Wait, a human hold, being. Wait, hold on. Can we, can, let me, I, I, like, Aldi charges us per bag. Aldi charges you for bags that you can keep forever. Right. Aldi never used bags. You you had to bring your own bags to Aldi. And if you bought a bag at Aldi, it was a bag. Like, I have Aldi bags. You can use them forever. I'm talking about the bags that you would get at Kroger that you'd use to pick up Cedar's mess in your backyard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They charge you for those? Ten cents. That's ridiculous. And as of January 1st, where I live, they can't buy any more. They can only... So stores like Walmart, because California, Colorado have this and some other states, Walmart doesn't even have bags anymore where I'm at. Like, there's no bags at all. And so as of January 1st, they can only charge you for the bags until they run out. Same with styrofoam containers, with to-go containers. Um, once they run out, they can't have any more. They're in violation. Because I live in East San Francisco. Oh, my goodness. No, it just, it really puzzles me, like, that you have these people who, granted, I know that they weren't technically alive, or they were very little to remember the impact of September 11th. But this fact now that I've heard that terrorism really that is it, it, they've been duped on ter terrorism by colonizers. And I got to tell you, if I hear that word one more time, I'm going to throat punch somebody. I'm going to give them the gospel first and then throat punch them and tell them they're going to go meet Jesus. I have so many comments that I'm not saying I'm so, going to. So before we go to the good stuff, what's the over under that in the next couple of weeks? There's some pastor out there who's going to enter the pulpit and tell you that o Osama bin Laden's been misaligned and the colonizers brought terrorism upon themselves. And terrorism is a 
is a man-made concept, or I should say is a colonizer. Well, let's go, let's call a spade a spade. It's a white man made up concept. So can I, can I answer your question with a question? Yes, sir. Cause I think you both, I, I think I know where you're going. Cause I'm right. And are you, are you trying to get me in trouble? I am not trying to get you in trouble. Because I would if never I answer do that the, deliberately. If I answer the question the way that you're asking, I'm going to end up calling people out. Well, I'm going to do it. So pastors, stop this nonsense. You have been called. This isn't a job. You didn't fill out an application, although some churches require you to because of legal ramifications. This is a calling. This is not a vocation. Like you have been called. Like stop the nonsense. Like stop the nonsense. If you can't stop the nonsense, step out of the pulpit. And I'm going to challenge you guys who who particularly guys of, of certain tribes who have not traditionally had women preachers and women pastors, then step out of your pulpit, do what you say, grow a pair, and let a woman enter your pulpit. But step down. Just step down and do what you want to do. Like go, be, go be a no. lobbyist for uh, whatever kind of Osama bin Laden. Um, go lobby for queers for Palestine. Let's see how that works out for you. Um, I, I did I mean, I just saw like there's a town in Boston that raised the Palestinian flag, which let's say what it is. The Palestinian flag is the Hamas flag because the Palestinian authority is Hamas. Like they're raising a terrorist group's flag on their town square. Uh, yeah. And so I, I just... Just stop. Just step down. Just stop. Your church is better off unpastored than you leading them to hell and damnation. And if you are sitting in the pews under the authority of somebody like that, and I know that there are a couple of people that I know personally who may dabble in this podcast who sit under misaligned authority, leave that church. Go find yourself a church that preaches the Bible, that preaches the Bible exegetically, that it doesn't have to be big, it doesn't have to be fancy, but they are faithful to the Lord and go find a church. And and so let that let that coward who can't preach the word preach to empty pews. That's my rant for today. You weren't joking when you said you wanted to rant. <laughs> Let's talk about food. Can we? Because I'm now I'm nervous. Unless you got the last word. We could talk about food. I'm I'm all up for food. Let's go. All right. It's Thanksgiving. It's my favorite time of year. This is still my favorite holiday because as much as they try, there is no bovine fecality tied to Thanksgiving. There's no, you don't have to buy any gifts. There's no garbage. They try to commercialize it. And aside from putting on a meal, um, they haven't been able to kill it yet. Although I know they're trying to kill the parade this year, the Macy's parade and all that stuff, but it's okay. Are they really? Yeah, there's 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 some segments that are questionable. From oh. what I understand. What's your favorite Thanksgiving Thanksgiving meal? So uh, let's uh, let's break this down. Turkey? Yes or no? Um so yeah, I think you I think turkey it's the the one time of year that I get excited for turkey. I think turkey is probably the blandest of the meats. Um, See, but, but there cooked, could be done well if you if you that's do what I'm saying. things. If, you could do it if well. If you there are ways to do it well, um, and I've had them. 
Um, so yeah, I, I think the what I would consider the traditional Thanksgiving meal is turkey, mashed potatoes, dressing, green beans, the deviled eggs that I don't eat. Yeah. And uh it's got devil yeah. in it. The only thing that has devil in it that's worthy of anything is devil's food cake. And really, I think that should be called Angel's food cake because yes, because Angel Angel food cake is trash. You got to mix, you got to pour strawberries and everything else under the sun to make it edible. You're you're not wrong, but the devil's food, man, it's pretty good. So, yeah, I'm with you. Like, I, I need to have a turkey on Thanksgiving. Like, I think it's one of the times that I'm nostalgic for that meal, and it should be there. Now, you can have other meats. You know, you could have other entrees and other things there, but but let's talk about the turkey. Do you roast it? What, what's your way to go? Roast, deep fry, or smoke it? Uh, I prefer smoked turkey. Uh, so we had in my office yesterday, we had our Thanksgiving dinner um, where we just had a potluck. And so I, I made a ham. Uh, one of the supervisors made it. His wife made a turkey. Um, and uh, St. Gagano himself smoked a, a, a Boston butt. What? Um, I got yeah. one of those in my freezer. He uh, he rocked it out, man. It was good. But uh, oh, I need to move to Owensboro. I've been saying it for at least a year. <laughs> um, I'll be 400 pounds. You and me both. They'll just wheel us out. But I wasn't done with the mutton. I need a wheelbarrow. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm going to that breakfast buffet, and I'm just eating mutton. <laughs> oh, good old South. But um, anyway, <clears throat> and so we had the, you know, the full spread. The one thing I don't like traditionally are the desserts at Thanksgiving. Oh, well, we're because, gonna get to that later. But and let's go. we'll let's get to that because I don't like pumpkin pie. Uh, why do you hate America and and Jesus? I guess I don't know. <laughs> I don't like pumpkin pie. Um, I don't like apple pie. What? Um, I don't like I'm I, the majority. You name a dessert that's probably big on Thanksgiving. I probably don't like it. Ask me what kind of pie I like. What kind of pie do you like? Yes. So hot or I cold. Like, hot or cold. I like it all. Do you hear that? Wife, I need a pie. It's now <laughs> on the airwaves. It's been too long. You, you bought a rolling pin this past week. Some bougie rolling pin because you're going to make a pie. I now need a pie. I need a pie because Andy hates pie and I have to save America. I don't hate pie. I love cherry pie. Oh, yeah, cherry pie is good. Cherry pie is good. I like strawberry pie. No, not strawberry rhubarb. Strawberry. You don't like rhubarb? No. Again, um, I've I, always I, pair. I really challenge that I should have the hillbilly credit on the show. <laughs> yeah, you're probably not wrong. Um, I think we both have elements of each. Yes. Sir. Um, and maybe and maybe I might have brought some hipster onto you when I but I think yeah, you were uh, you were trying to shake it off when uh oh see what I did there? I just quoted Taylor Swift since she's you got some, the, you got some tea swizzle going on. I like it. When I took you to that hipster coffee shop in Liberty, Missouri. Oh, I've never been more uncomfortable. Uh, could I have a glass of tea? What kind? And then I tea? had to order for you. Hey, what? <laughs> what kind? Tea? I don't know. That was stupid. 
<laughs> um, but yeah, so I don't, the desserts are always lacking for me. What I do like is my aunt Sheila. Um, one one year, I can't remember if it's Christmas or Thanksgiving. She forgot to get something for dessert, and so she just threw a bunch of crap together, um, and made what I call the strawberry dessert, and it is beautiful. Oh, I think you've told me um, about that. So, uh, yeah, I eat the, I eat my weight in it. But yeah, so like I am, I am all about the food and not the desserts when it comes to Thanksgiving. Um, but I like a, a smoked turkey. I've only had deep fried turkey like once, but it was really good. I, um, my, my brother Ben last year he got, and I can't find this. I think they only sell it in Texas, and I got to go to Texas and get one. But in essence, it is a, it is a, it's the size of the deep fryers. It's an air fryer for turkey. So there's none what? of the oil or any of that stuff, and it was, it was just as good, if not better. Well, when you go, if you get one, get two. Well, they sell it at Academy. Shout out Academy if you want to sponsor us. Shout- Come to the dumpster <laughs> check, fire. Check Academy. out Academy and see if they've got them by you. I think they only sell them in Texas. I've not seen them anywhere else. I yeah, went I'll to definitely- Cabela's and asked for it, and they looked at me like I was drunk. You may have been. I may have been, but no, I wasn't. It was too early. <laughs> but yeah, so what uh so let's let's suss this out. Meats. You're a turkey guy. My favorite turkey prefer- I ever did was uh I made a beer can turkey. I smoked a beer can turkey probably like 10 years ago, and that was marvelous. And if you've ever had beer can chicken. Like I just took the same concept from beer can chicken. I just got a bigger can of beer and put it inside the turkey and put it in the smoker. And it was it was great. It was the it was the most moist I've ever had a turkey. So what is the one traditional Thanksgiving food that you don't want that everybody's like, oh, you have to have this, but you're not touching? Well, I'm going to get in trouble for this because for years I had to touch it out of obligation and I'm going to go with green bean casserole. I, you could leave green bean casserole off my table. Now I love green beans, but you could leave green bean casserole and I'm good. <laughs> yeah. So that was, that was a contender for me. Um, but I, you know, I'm going to keep the deviled eggs because I'll, I'll pray the devil off of them and I'll just eat the egg whites. I'll eat them out of obligation, but I, I honestly, I, I still, I don't understand the fascination with devil eggs. Uh, so I don't know if I've told the story and I don't, and if I haven't, I'm not telling it on here, but I can't, I can't do them anymore. Um, I really can't either. I, there was a time I could, and I just, I can't anymore. There was, there was a, a puking incident and I just can't do it. Um, but I, I'm going to go cranberry sauce. Oh, you could do without cranberry sauce. Yeah, and it's so if it's like not the congealed jello out of a can. In a can where the rings are and the stamp with, with is the, on yeah, the everything. End of it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't want any part of that. So you're um, not you're not down for legit cranberry sauce. You'd rather have the 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 shake it out and it looks like no, no, that's jello. what I'm saying. I don't so that's all I grew up with was the shake it out of the can. Gotcha. And then you then you slice it. Yeah, yeah, me too. That's 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 all I ever had growing up, and I am not about that life. Are you down now, for the homemade, like real yeah, cranberry yeah. sauce? So, um, when I lived in Florida and worked at Disney World, I got invited to one of my coworkers' houses, 
for Thanksgiving, me and a couple of my roommates. And we went and my God, like she made this, like she made it. It didn't come out of a can because I was like, oh, I don't I don't need the cranberry sauce. You can skip me on that Um, because these people like made her plates like I was 12. Nice. Oh, oh, honey, what do you want? I was like, "Uh, I can fix my own plate. Like, no, no, you're our guest. We'll fix it for you. And I was like, I'm not going to argue. Um. But I said, yeah, I don't need the cranberry sauce. And she's like, I've been up for hours making it. And I was like, how long does it take you to open a can? <laughs> like, what, are you, what are you doing in life that you've been up all morning trying I to mean, open a can? I mean, even with that Swiss Army knife can opener, it should have taken you hours. <laughs> she laughs and she goes, oh, baby, where are you from? And I was like, Kentucky. And she said, oh, here, sweetheart. And she, she put it on my plate and I ate it. It was good. But yeah, the, the can stuff, that's that's what I can't do. So I could do both. Like I, I'm nostalgic for the can. If you give me the can, it reminds me of my grandmother, her trying to like shake it out to keep it. Oh, yeah. No, I want it, broke it there. Out. I want it there, but I don't want to eat it. I'm not the one that's gonna eat it. But I like both. I definitely like both. Let's talk uh stuffing or dressing. Dressing. So I'm without both celery. I Dress, up, well, I'll eat both, but dressing without celery. Without celery. So I grew up, you know, East Coast, you know, in the Northeast, it was basically like white bread, kind of sweet, not savory, shoved in the bird. And I know today they're like, you can't eat the stuffing that's in the bird. I'm like, watch me. I will gladly I'm, eat the stuffing that was inside the I've bird. Been, I've been doing it for 30 years. Why <laughs> and I'm now? fine. <laughs> maybe, maybe I am the example why you should not eat the stuffing from the bird but or why we should but as i moved west and south like i i have a i like both i probably like dressing better now as as an actual dish but i i miss i don't i haven't been to a thanksgiving nor have i done it in mine where the bird was actually stuffed and i kind of miss that yeah i don't i don't know that i've had the bird stuffed in years yeah it's, Um, it's been a long time but uh yeah so i the dressing is nostalgic for me yeah uh because i can like i lived with my grandma until i was eight and then after that i was always at their house right and so i can remember waking up thanksgiving morning and memo's cooking the turkey and this that and everything else for our, our big family big family day because on thanksgiving like the entire ashburn crew would get together. So Memo had like five brothers and sisters. And so all of her brothers and sisters and their kids and grandkids and so on and so forth, we'd get together. We'd rent out one of the fire stations. Oh, wow. And uh, we would, we would meet at the firehouse in Cromwell. But um, so I would, I'm just, there's something about the dressing that is nostalgic. Yeah. So think about that. I know people people think it's Christmas. I, I think Thanksgiving is the most nostalgic of holidays. It is the holiday where nostalgia plays such a, just such an important part. Like you can remember Christmas past and you remember presents and things like that. But I think I think Thanksgiving is completely driven by nostalgia and not in a so bad th- way. Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. Mine too. Um, and it's not for any other reason other than when I think so Christmas family got, you know, our family got together just like they do at Thanksgiving, but there was so much hustle and bustle 
Yeah. We got to open presents and we got to do this and we got to do that. And we got to keep the kids happy and we got to. Yeah. But Thanksgiving was just literally fellowship. Yeah, it's I'm just, gonna I'm you, gonna show up. You I'm can gonna, be a glutton gonna, that day, and no one's gonna judge you for. I'm gonna wear my weight. I'm gonna wear my stretchy pants, yes, sir. And I'm I'm gonna go from table to table because you know everybody clicks up. I don't care how close your family is. You have your clans that make up the overall extended family. So each clan would sit together, and then like then you have idiots like me who I just have no boundaries. And I'm bouncing from table to table, just chit-chatting. And I got a joke, although I'm going to call her out. I'm going to pay for this. My wife, going to that Thanksgiving, would find the table in the back corner that no one's sitting in yet. She would just plunk down there. There'd be no chair because doctor wife would be in it. She'd have to pull up a chair and sit with doctor wife. (laughs) They'd, Um, They'd fight for the same area. Then they'd sit there looking at each other, but would never talk to each other. That's right. Um, but no, I would like, I would bounce from table and like, Oh, you know, I'd talk to aunt Beverly and her crew. And then I'd go to uncle Jimmy. Uh, and then I, so in my favorite memory of Thanksgiving, um, when I was a kid, when I say kid, I mean like four five, six, my memo's brothers, we, me and my cousin, Sarah called them our enemies. <laughs> Because they would just pick and pick and pick and we, you know, we'd burn ears and rip noses and, you know, my uncle Greg literally dropped me on my head in Kmart when I was four or five because he'd hold me upside down. Like, I'm going to drop you. And I'm like, no, you're not. so much. It does. And then he let go of me, but he would always catch me. Yeah. Until the one time he did in the middle of Kmart. Uh, for those of you who are listening that might not know, Kmart was like well, Walmart. It was the cheapest. original Walmart in the rest of the country. Walmart was just in the south. Kmart was out of Kalamazoo, Michigan, hence the K, and it was awesome. The blue light special, man. That's right. But anyway, and so we, you know, then, so you just talk and have fun. And then when everybody was too tired to do anything, we'd start, you know, poking the bear with the uncles, my great uncles. And then they would start playing with the kids and beating us up and stuff like that. And so when I think Thanksgiving, that's what I think. You know, the food is good, but like we and and I some of that I want need need the poor choice. Um, but you know what I'm saying. But realistically, like I could have deli sandwiches, and if I could have that atmosphere back, yeah. Um, you know, Christmas is great, but when I think Christmas, I think of small intermediate what i would consider my intermediate family i mean and and if we if we break down christmas as secular christmas and and what we do as gatherings there's a lot of pressure no absolutely there is there's way Um, less pressure on thanksgiving except for the host right i think there's probably pressure on the host particularly if it's you're a young couple and it's your first thanksgiving or the first time you got to host it so we generally would host, we would always go to her dad's, but like we would host Christmas. Right. And, you know, and I, I know I've made this reference many, many times, but man, if we're hosting something or we're having company, like nobody can know we sit. And so the two weeks leading up to Christmas is already so stressful because you're wrapping presents and you're, 
making sure everything is perfect and you're going over the list of did I get the kids everything I needed to get them and on top of that you're like oh yeah we're having company throw out the couch and buy a new one (laughs) let's go to furniture row we we can never go we can never go to furniture row Uh, that's that's for another podcast behind the paywall (laughs) but um, but yeah like throw out the couch throw out the chairs like the house has to be completely empty and then we'll move everything back in when everybody leaves. <laughs> um, so the, the, the pre- kids are locked up in a closet. <laughs> Papa Sasquatch comes over and they're like, hey, where are the kids? I'm like, what kids? We didn't have kids. Yeah, what are you talking about? <laughs> uh, and he was distinctly at the hospital when Turner was born. Ah, you may have been drunk. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but yeah, so like. But I, even like when you host Thanksgiving, like I don't feel the pressure. Um, I, no, now it's I, less it, it, because there's just it's all about the gathering, right? Yeah. It's about the the and I'm going to use the churchy word, but it's about the fellowship. It's about doing um, life together. Yeah, my so favorite, like we had my favorite church term. Yep. So we had our meal yesterday at the PNP office. Um. And we're not a particularly close office. Like our staff, our, our officers, we're not all close. Like we have cliques, right? Um, and so I'm, I'm closer to some than others. But we literally all sat around a table and for an hour and a half, it was beautiful. Yeah. Like we're all, you know, all oh, this ham is really good. And I was like, that's right, it is. I made it. Um, you know, all oh, this turkey is great. Oh, the, this this corn. Good Lord. I didn't know that corn could taste like that. Um, and it'll look the same in 24 hours. But um, you're welcome. You're welcome because you know it's true. It's the weirdest thing ever. Anyway. <laughs> it takes um, you that it was, long? I'm not. That's, again, for behind the paywall. But, like, you know, once we, we prayed... We prayed and we all started fixing our plates and we all sat down and I thought in my head, like, we're all going to spread out and this is going to be awkward. We're just going to get a plate and we're going to go to our, our individual offices and eat. Yeah. And then all of a sudden we're all gathered around a conference room table, eating together, laughing, joking, and whether we consider each other friends or not, like in this moment, we realize we're family and we need each other. And that to me is Thanksgiving. Hey Amen. That was awesome. It's a good word. So that's that, that's where I'm at. It is Thanksgiving. So I ask you this before we get to some more food. I got some more food questions. Um, who's your crackpot relative? Either I'm sorry, what? Either who's your crackpot relative that shows up at Thanksgiving? Either when you were a kid, that one relative who's inappropriate or angry or t- whatever it is. Did you have? Um, a nutcase relative who showed up at Thanksgiving who caused problems for everybody. And they were like, don't give him like either he drank too much or he's too handsy or he talked about fill in the blank, whatever politician we're supposed to hate on either side. Did you have one of those? No. Um, Blessed. Mine was my stepdad. No. So (laughs) it was bad. I mean, there was there. I have some family members that drank, but they would, you know, withhold themselves during that time. And really, like, if you're the guy that's don't bring up 
you know, religion or politics and everybody's really good except me and I'll do it just to poke the bear. Yeah, me too. I like to poke the bear. Uh, my my I stepdad, mean, whether he drank or not, was handsy. If you were a woman and if you were granted, if God gave you assets yeah, we uh, didn't above your waistline, um, my stepdad was touching you at some point before yeah, we the didn't... night was over. We didn't have that, um, thankfully, because that would have been weird. Um, this is why I never brought girlfriends home. Obviously, uh, yeah, no, we didn't. We didn't have that. Now there were a couple people that we were like, uh, "Why are you here?" Um, <laughs> they I know your family, the, but they just followed the crowd. Um, no, no, that was more towards family reunions where I was like, "I got to deal with you." Um, because the extended extended family or people that were friends with certain members of the family would come, but for Thanksgiving, I you know I don't we had some crackpot relatives. Don't get me wrong, um, but it was never with actions. It was always with food. Like I said the one time, um, not too long ago because we talked about potlucks. My yeah. uh, my grandmother's aunt. Emma, she would always want to make something, and she was, bless her heart, no, just no. I have and pictures she, of the the old lady in Christmas vacation who put me out mixing the jello. Yes, um, but she made dressing one year, and it was green, <laughs> and nobody was eating it, and she got so upset, and so it was either Peppa or one of my uncles. I don't remember the like they. They were like, don't eat this kid. And then they plopped it on their plate. They took one for the team. And they, yeah. And when I tell you, they were sick for days. <laughs> uh, so that's about as close to crackpot as I got. It was food poisoning. Let's talk mashed potatoes, brother. Okay. What you got? That is the, that is the biblical version of side dishes. You need to have potatoes. Someone asked me last night, what kind of potatoes I like? I was like, yes. Yeah, is there a bad kind of potato? I, I would argue that my least favorite kind of potato is probably French fries because there's such a disparity in French fries. Now, don't get me wrong, I love French fries, but I just potatoes are potatoes are a good gift from God. And so, mashed potatoes, okay. creamy, lumpy, somewhere in the middle. Okay, so if I'm having mashed potatoes at home on a Tuesday night. I want them lumpy. Gotcha. I want the peel on them, and I just want them yeah, mashed. I'm right? always peel on. Like, I never right. take the peels off. Um, My oldest is not about that life. Oh, he will be. If he loves America and Jesus, he but, will be. But when it comes to Thanksgiving, and I'll extend this to Christmas, I need them, I need them creamy, and I need them smooth. That's because all that Mariah Carey you listening to rots your brain for those two months. Yeah, well, whatever, bro. I said what I so said. So why is that? Like, why is so you'll eat lumpy mashed potatoes like all year round, but Christmas so, Thanksgiving you want creamy? Because in my head, and this is where I go, like I'm all about the pictures, gotcha. right? For okay. from memory wise, sure, sure, sure. And they, it looks better in a picture. Yeah, the whi- the whipped creamy like whipped 
mashed potatoes. The mountain in the big giant bowl. And and so when I am making my plate and I am piling, you know, six pounds of mashed potatoes onto a single paper plate, who is praying for that its better own be, that better be Chinette. That I am that I am praying to make sure that it withholds the amount of damage I'm about to do. Um I, you know, I put and then I like I kind of smooth them flat, and then I can put the turkey on top of them with the gravy, and it's very aesthetic. Yeah, and so that is the sheer reason I say that. And plus, um, Memo and Beverly when they would make mashed potatoes, man, they would get out the hand mixers. Mm-hmm. Um, it would just, I mean, just beat it, beat those potatoes like it owed them money. Man, like if they had a crease, not even a lump, but a crease, it was five more minutes of the. So yeah. there you go. That's that's where I'm at. When I when I make mashed potatoes, I turn into Paula Dean. There's an ungodly amount of butter and sour cream in my mashed potatoes. And they're still I don't beat them. They're still there's still a little bit of lump in there. But oh, my gosh, I put wake too. I there's no yeah. So if I if I butter. make them. I make them at home. I'm I'm putting butter and sour cream and cheese and bacon. Oh meats. yeah, cheese and bacon, good. You're making them loaded. Yes, and I, I'm here for it. But right. uh, no, go ahead. Go on. No, go no, ahead. I don't really. I was just gonna ramble. So I go was on. gonna say we've already you've already you know laid out your hatred for those great American desserts. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> cheesecake. So if you want my okay. cheesecake. cheesecake. That's your I need, thing. I need a cheesecake. Like plain, it's got to have stuff on it. Um, I, so I grew up with cherry cheesecake, but right. if you make a like a, a vanilla bean cheesecake, I don't need anything. Now I'm gonna also preface it by I'll eat plain cheesecake. I'm not above it. No baked cheesecake. You bake the cheesecake. You buy it at the frozen section in Walmart. I'll eat it all. You're eating it. But uh, was were you? Was it me and you that went to Cheesecake Factory? And I almost yeah. In Orlando, you know my love for vanilla bean cheesecake. Mm -hmm. I will. I you know I'll go to Cheesecake Factory and order two or three slices. There's a reason I'm the size I am. I guess my my thing. This isn't necessarily Thanksgiving, but I've been obsessed since I was a child with the Yule log those Christmas cakes like I want it that look like wood and they've got chocolate around them. You've never seen those? No, because when I think of a Yule log, I think of what happens after dinner. <laughs> no. <laughs> this is a family program. And we've already pushed that boundary much today. Um no, it's like a do you know like the pumpkin rolls that come out at like around now in the fall? It's just basically unfortunately, a, yes. So, but a, a Yule log similar to that, but it's like chocolate and it's got chocolate on it. It's supposed to look like a log, like a piece of wood. And I've I've never had one. I was obsessed with it. And last year I bought one and I was slightly disappointed, <laughs> but I'm all geared up to get another one for this year because maybe I just bought a bad one last year. Good like chance. I'd hyped it up for all these years. Like I wanted one as a kid. And you know those stupid catalogs that come at Christmas where you could buy all the cheese and the sausages and all that stuff, like the oh the man quality yes. catalog. They always had one and always and they were always they're always ungodly expensive. And I always dreamed one day I'm gonna have a Yule log on my Christmas. And that was last year, and I was slightly disappointed. Um, what other side dishes? 
What other macaroni, sides? macaroni and cheese, mac and cheese. So for me, but not it can't be boxed mac and cheese, right? Someone's got to make it. Yeah, it's got to be good. So for me, like I like vegetables, and so for me, like I, it, it could be Brussels sprouts, green beans, whatever, but not the green bean ca- casserole. Um, sweet potatoes, I'm I'm weird about. Like I don't understand why we just take sweet potatoes and make them dessert items. Like I like sweet potatoes by themselves with just some butter, not all the marshmallows and cinnamon and sugar and all that stuff. But for me, I got to have turnips. Like it is not Thanksgiving if there's not turnips. And I make them just like mashed potatoes. Like I'll beat the heck out of them and a ton of butter, but I have to have turnips. Yeah, so I'll eat. Go on. Oh, well, there's always the mistake that someone bought turnips, but they really bought parsnips (laughs) because they look the same. They're just smaller. So I will eat green beans. Love green beans. Yeah, me too. Um, there's not I'll a vegetable eat, I don't. I'll like. even eat green bean casserole. I will if I have to. But what I cannot ever get behind are turnips. Yeah, for me it's turnips and Brussels sprouts. Those might be my two favorites after potatoes. So, I mean, I'm picky, so I get it, but who, baby? So what's it like with the leftovers? So I'll tell you this. I'm old enough to remember when, and maybe you did this too in your family, the turkey was just left out because there was no room for it in the refrigerator afterwards because it was some behemoth, like 25 pounds. So it sat on the counter wrapped in aluminum foil. And I remember- like just we, like nowadays, that would be like you're gonna die. Like there's so much oh, Ash, fear about that. Doctor wife would have a heart attack. Um, so as a kid, we wouldn't eat at home. We would, like I said, we went to the oh, firehouse, right. Yeah, right, or some big hall, so our extended family could make it. Um, and somebody we everybody would bring Tupperware because we would eat at about eleven, and you just knew like. Mom's not cooking dinner. You're eating again. Yeah. So you'd come with enough to, uh, with a big enough thing of Tupperware um, and you just make plates to take home. I'm bringing a Yeti. Now, um, over the last few years, because it has been uh, either just us and, and Terre Haute um, and maybe some friends that we invite over um, or maybe a couple members of the family. Um, yeah, I mean, we, we do, you know, we take the turkey off the bone we put it in, in Ziploc bags. Yeah. Um, yeah, we do that now when I was a kid, it, yeah. it sat out. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. But so Not like, days, our, our, but the overnight for sure. Um, oh now the carcass would, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, you'd get up at like one of the morning and be like, oh, well that still looks good. But you're, uh, you're eating turkey sandwiches and then turkey croquettes and turkey soup. And you're eating turkey for like the next week. Yeah, I mean, I, I remember when I was selling furniture because I would have to work Black Friday. Shout um, out Furniture Row. Anyway, I would for the next like at least five days, I would have a ginormous Thanksgiving plate for lunch. Every oh, day. yeah. So I had so. two things I, I discovered. My stepfather, granted, after he was all gropey at Thanksgiving, then that night 
he did this weird thing that my mother hated. It would she would scream every year at him for doing this. But he pulled a jar of mayonnaise out of the refrigerator, and preferably it'd be a new one so it was full, and just pull meat off the carcass and then like chunks of the breast of white meat, and then dip it in the mayonnaise jar. I want to say he put it in a in a bowl, but he didn't. It was in the mayonnaise jar. And dip it in the mayonnaise jar and eat it. And we used to do that as a kid with him because you know I wanted to make him like me and i was thinking about that the other day as i kind of missed that it's kind of gross it's kind of gross but it's kind of awesome that and then my favorite would be like making the turkey sandwich on like rye bread with turkey like stuffing and cranberry like and the jarred the uh, canned cranberry sauce works yeah just put a slice on top of it stick it in a microwave for about 45 seconds so everything gets soft and hot and just make thanksgiving in one sandwich man that was that's always been my favorite so i saw um on your favorite tiktok ad um where they were making thanksgiving sushi with leftovers for bin laden yes so they would uh, they would take the skin off the turkey, which first of all, I don't know who doesn't eat the skin. Like that's the first thing that I go for. If you don't hate, if you don't eat the skin, you don't love Jesus, and you don't so, love America. Is that like Seventh John verse two? It, it's um, it, it's in Proverbs thirty two. <laughs> the woman who discards the skin <laughs> is destined for Sheol. <laughs> Oh, I, look, shout out. Uh, but so you would take the skin and, and lay it down. Um, and then you would put dressing, stuffing, whatever, uh, some turkey and then cranberry sauce. And then you'd roll that bad boy up and slice it. Um, and it looked good. Oh, that'd but be interesting. I, but here's the thing. It's I'm like not making a pinwheel without the, without the pizza. Yeah. But I'm not going to have skin left over to do it in because no. when I tell you that if I see people take turkey meat without the skin on it, I go behind them and I'm like, well, that's mine now. It's the flavor. But you I will say yourself for hatred of pumpkin pie. Thank you. I will say this is the first year I will be 39 when when Thanksgiving happens. Because again, my birthday is in two days. Um, I will be 39 when Thanksgiving happens. And this will be the first year that I can remember that we're not having a traditional Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, because you'll, Thanksgiving. Be, you'll be... We'll, we'll be on the beach, and we don't want to have a bunch of leftovers, and you can't cook a small Thanksgiving dinner. You just can't. There's no, no way. Unless it's prepackaged. And, so, and we don't want to bring we don't want to bring leftovers home. So a couple times that we've gone on vacation for Thanksgiving, we've gone to, like, Cracker Barrel, um, and we've catered our, our dinner through Cracker Barrel, which is good. Love it. Coca-Cola cake, baby. But we are, uh, we're going to do ribeyes this year. Ribeyes and baked potatoes. Oh, nice. Although I'm really considering calling a Popeye's down there because evidently. Oh, they'll fry them. Yeah, they'll they'll deep fry your turkey and you just come pick it up. And they'll inject it. You can get a Cajun seasoned one. So um, KFC will do it too. I don't think they do that here. Well, I, here the KFC does it. At least the one I live in the I live in the hood, so my hood KFC deep fries turkeys. Although I wouldn't trust my neighborhood KFC to 
deep frying. No, I haven't. I haven't trusted a KFC since I was single digits. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, so this year will be a little different. Um, when we were talking about it, because Doctor Wife and I are both so nostalgic for Thanksgiving, um, we were talking like, oh well, would it be okay if we didn't do a full on meal? Um, you know, what are the kids expecting? Um, then I realized they're kids, nobody cares. Um, but we still we were like, hey, you know, Turner Mason, what do you what do you guys want for Thanksgiving? And they're both like, uh, turkey. And we're like, well, what if we didn't do turkey? What else would you want? Because we don't want to bring a bunch of leftovers home. And Turner didn't miss a beat. He was like, steak. That's grilled <laughs> steaks. And I was like, look, I ain't gonna complain. I think one of these Thanksgivings that I do want to just break it and try to turducken. I've had one before. Have you? I mean, I love duck. So I mean, I I love duck, so I'm 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 down to give it a try. But I, I, I'm afraid of what the cost would be. So um one of my elders at my old uh, at a church I served at. Um, we were having a leadership dinner for Thanksgiving. And so we showed up to his house and like, we were planning it. They're like, I, you bring this, you bring this. And, you know, I guess I, you know, we've got some turkeys. I'll just, you know, we'll make the turkey. And I was like, what about a traducan? And I said it joking. And he was like, you know, we could do that. That sounds good. And so he, they went and got a traducan. Yeah. And when I tell you, it, I don't know what he paid for it, but it was worth it. Yeah, I, I don't think they're cheap, but and especially nowadays, I don't think they're cheap. Um, and I, you know, when I think of Traducan, I get a little sad because I think of John Madden, which then brings me to my next question, Chadwick. Do you watch both one or none of the football games? So traditionally, I know, there, I know there's three now. I don't yeah, care about that. I don't care about I want that. The, there's I only, want there's the, only the, two. Yep. Um, so traditionally, I watched one for sure. And that was because I, for most of my life, I was a Cowboys fan. So yeah. that was whenever the boys played, that was on. I, I will say uh, I'll watch both um, this year. I'll probably be more. I'll watch the Lions game to support support brother Keith and San Cagano Armory. So I was never a Lions fan, but for some reason I always rooted for the Lions. Oh, on Thanksgiving, you got to, yeah, um, you absolutely have to. And I, I have despised the Cowboys my whole life, but I do remember all those years watching Emmett Smith. Oh yeah, on Thanksgiving, and so I, you know. I was always okay if the Cowboys won on Thanksgiving as a kid. As an adult um, who has realized that maybe, some, you know, when I grew up, I gave up childish things for good. Um, now I root against the Cowboys all the time. Yeah, and, and whether I'm, I'm focused on it, like watching it or not, it's on. You know, even if yeah. it's just background noise, it's on. Same with the parade. The parade's usually on as background noise. Oh, got to watch the really, parade, yeah. I'm not really watching it as much. Um, what are you, uh, what are you thankful for, Andy? I'll, I will Man. say this if I'm going to cut you off. Of course you are. You know, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. We covered that like Thanksgiving and, and the 4th of July were always my two favorite 
holidays, but you were with me when the 4th of July ceased being one of my favorite holidays. And uh, that's my segue to say that ultimately, right, I'm, I'm always incredibly thankful for you and uh, our brotherhood. You're my hetero life mate. That's somebody's going to cut that. We're going to, that's going to, that's going to come back for us. We're going to save that one in the. <laughs> That's going to go right up there with the, where's the, where's the start, start, stop recording. <laughs> but uh, I love you and your family. Your family's been my family now for, for, you know, quite a few years. And um, I'm, I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for that. We get to do this. Um, This definitely fills a gap that I can't just show up in your office on a Friday morning <laughs> and sit in your couch and take a nap and eat. Yeah, no, I would say, you know, we both have tons to be thankful for. Absolutely. Um, We're both blessed beyond measure in so many different ways. Um, Have amazing wives. Um, You know, we work with some amazing people. uh, Blessed to be able to do this uh, in partnership with Keith. Um, Definitely thankful for him. Amen. But I, I, you know, and I would say right up at the top of my list again is, is you know, just not only thankful, but grateful for the, uh, the friendship that we have Amen. Uh, for the amount of crap. I mean, we haven't known each other for a long time, right? What are we like five, six, seven years? Yeah. Something like that. But um, it feels but, like 45, but the amount of crap that we've seen each other go through yeah. uh, and have been able to be there for, uh, both good and bad. Absolutely. Um, um, has just it's been an amazing, amazingly fun ride, uh, and and just so many good memories uh, and some bad memories as well that will eventually be good memories. I but there's think. there's blessing, there's blessings in the battle, and so you know, and and I think oh, yeah, that that's it, what this is about, right? Is it's the it's the going through the trials and the tribulations together. And so all these these years ago. From because uh, and we say it all the time, like what you're hearing on this podcast is really our normal everyday conversations. Um, they're a little more they're a little more censored at times uh, because at times I'll talk about work. <laughs> they've been um, edited. They've been they've been edited from time the to names time. have been changed to protect the innocent or the guilty. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but when when I tell you this is who we are together, um, and I'll never forget. Ashley get a doctor wife getting up one night and coming into the living room while we were still just sitting there chit-chatting and she was like what are y'all doing and you looking at him like well this is the podcast that's right when we started this is the podcast the, the, the podcast that we hadn't even started yet and who and listens? Yet we uh, doctor wife and your wife um oh oh man I almost forgot to tell you um and this, it fits. Um, do you know what my, so Turner, you know, SunTrust or Globe Life, whatever you're calling it. Globe Life, days. Globe Life for the, in honor of Texas Rangers. They are, uh, so they're in these rotations in school where they can do different things with art and um, electronics and stuff like that. And do you know what him and his friend have done? They're making a podcast. They are, did he already tell you? No. Yeah. I just no, guessed. No, yeah, they, he's doing a podcast. Amen. And uh, they wanted to call themselves the Little Hillbilly and Hipsters. And I told, <laughs> I told them no. 
It's um, trademarked. You're gonna have to pay us some fees. I go, you don't you don't have the money for that, son. But uh he he let me and Dr. Wife listen to their first episode the other night. And Turner, if you're listening to this, I love you more than life itself. But brother, when if you think we're a dumpster fire, oh I gotta hear this. That is uh, that is a landfill fire because they it's it a tire it's an underground tire fire. Yes, it wasn't very well planned out as to what they were gonna do. Oh sure, and so like one point they're just saying one off words and making fart noises. <laughs> we're not that far away from that, except oh no, we're we're, we're, we're scripture one off words and then fart noises. Yeah, I mean. And so they and they they brought it home, right? They were they were talking about different things, like they kept calling things dog water, um, which I've learned is bad, evidently. But I mean, Cedar likes her water just fine, so I don't know. Um, but yeah, so uh, the, the youngin has listened to us enough that he talked his friend into starting their own dumpster fire. Um, and which, and you know, I, I say all that, but I'm thankful that you're not just my friend, you're a family friend. Yeah. Um, you know, you are Uncle Chad to my kids. They, uh, both of them, think the absolute world of you. Um, and, you know, when you were here a few months ago, like, I think they were just as excited to see you as and I I'll was. be back in a few months. They don't know that yet. Yeah. So I guess when they listen to this episode, uh, they'll figure it out. <laughs> they'll figure it. They just don't know when and where. I don't even know that Doctor Wife knows. I, no, could, I think I told Doctor Wife I could sleep in a car. Nah, you should go to bed here. You'll just have to displace one of the kids. There's homeless people in your neighborhood now. There's a there's an empty home. You can just squat in it. But uh, so I'm going to say this. This will be my last word because we we've rambled on a lot um, over the next week. Because um, I'm assuming this will come out at normal time next week. Um, so over this week, uh, Thanksgiving, there are there are three things I want you to do. One, today is November 17th when we're recording, and in two days it is my birthday. Amen. Happy birthday. Just, just I sent, that out I sent you a gift. I did. I use it often. <laughs> and something um, I got off of Paul Chitwood. Uh, two, uh, enjoy the food and the time with your family and loved ones. Yes. Um, because that's extremely important. And three, don't forget what the name of the holiday is. Mm. Be grateful. Uh, be thankful. And Remember who provides everything you're thankful for. Amen. And know that gratitude, right? Gratitude is a choice. It is not innate in us. Gratitude is a choice. So choose to be grateful for that day, for the Lord, for just, just enjoy. That's a good word. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to spend some time on the beach. And and while a lot of that time I'm on the beach, I'm going to be running around playing football and singing Moana songs as I jump into the ocean. So if there's a tsunami warning in the Gulf of Mexico, I'm sorry. Um, but also, you know, I, I, every, every year we go down there, um, I try to take some time each day to sit out on the balcony. And as I watch either the sun come up or the sun go down and the tides come in and out, um, 
I, I'm reminded and I'm grateful for the artistry that is God. Amen. The fact that he is able just by saying, do this. And we have this magnificent place that we call earth. And I'm reminded every day, like one, I'm grateful to be here, but if it is this good here, beauty wise, how much better is it going to be when we're in his presence? Amen. So, amen. That's a those good are word. the three things I'm, I'm going to leave you with. That's a good word. Well, don't forget to uh, let us know what your Thanksgiving traditions are, what your favorite, whatever it's food, whatever it is. Uh, use hashtag dumpster fire. Uh, reach out to us on, on Twitter or Instagram at Hill Hipster Pod. You can email those traditions to us at hillhipsterpod at gmail.com and you can win a uh, some blacksmith merchandise from St. Gagana Armory and a hillbilly in the hipster t-shirt. Um, St. Gagana Armory, check them out. Um, great, great gifts you can get for this holiday season for Christmas. It's stgaganaarmory.etsy.com. Uh, they're on Twitter or the X at St. Gagano, Instagram at St. underscore Gagano underscore Armory. And so that wraps up our, our little Thanksgiving, my my rant in the beginning and our discussion of food. And so whether you're a hillbilly or a hipster, uh, Andy and I both hope you have a, a blessed Thanksgiving filled with good food, good company, and maybe, uh, maybe a little special something in your glass. And so until next time, just eat and drink to the glory of God. Oh, and if not a Christian nation, whose nation is it? Where's the record button to stop it?